she may be the face I can't forget A trace of pleasure or regret Maybe my treasure or the price I have to pay She may be the song that summer sings Maybe the chill that autumn brings Maybe a hundred different things Within the measure of a day She may be the beauty or the beast Maybe the famine or the feast May turn each day into a heaven or a hell She may be the mirror of my dream A smile reflected in a stream She may not be what she may seem Inside her shell She always seems so happy in a crowd Whose eyes can be so private and so proud No one's allowed to see them when they cry She may be the love that cannot hope to last May come to me from shadows of the past That I remember till the day I die She may be the reason I survive The why and wherefore I'm alive The one I'll care for through the rough and ready years Me, I'll take her laughter and her tears And make them all my souvenirs For where she goes I've got to be The meaning of my life is She She Charles Aznavar, he, Charles Aznavar was performing into his 90s. Right, and you got to, you know, you, you know, I don't know if you're denigrating or admiring that, but um, he... Only if you're Mick Jagger. <laughs> if he, I, I did not know much about Charles Aznavar. You, you presented this idea to me, and I had to go back to school, and I learned a lot about this man and his career and it's um it, it was monumental yeah it was a significant it was quite a significant career and now my introduction to him came through uh th through music at, a, at an, at an early age i remember seeing the single she an import copy of she at a woolworths i guess i was 12 years old now I I'm just going to interrupt you for a sec. Um, pardon me. Um, so in my research, and I don't know um, if this, you know, I mean this this guy I think came from Wikipedia, but um, it said that she uh, was number one in the UK in 1974, and you were quite a bit older than 12 at that time. So uh, help me understand how you what you saw when you were 12. Oh, a Charles Aznavar recording that I perceived to be she. 
Okay. At that particular time, with a picture sleeve of Charles Aznavour. And okay. It, you know, it's funny because I keep getting the memories mixed up as to when did I first see him in a foreign film? When did I see him in Shoot the Piano Player? When did I see him in this? When? What was my first recollection of him? Yeah. Interestingly enough, he was kind of like Sinatra in that he was always there and he always did what he did best in this very smooth, very distinct performance manner. Uh, manner of performance. Very, very... Uh, I don't even know if... Because Sinatra could be harsh. Yeah. Sinatra could be, Sinatra could be very harsh. But Asmovar was always smooth. Was very, and he very was smooth. called he was called the French Sinatra. And interestingly, he was named Entertainer of the Century on a poll on CNN. So he, he edged out Elvis, the Beatles, Sinatra, all of them. Well, because of the international appeal uh, right. over a period of, of, of many, many, many years and his having lived... Uh, some people become mythological in death. He became mythological in life through the endurance. Yeah, he sold more than 180 million records. He recorded 1,200 songs in nine languages, wrote a thousand, over 1,000 songs. Jean Cocteau said before Aznavour, despair was unpopular. Yes. So <laughs> we're talking about that romantic message again. Yes. Yes, very much, very much. Yeah, and you mentioned his film career. He made 80 films. He was, uh, he was uh, an ambassador to UNESCO. He fought for uh, the, he was an Armenian. He was Armenian, originally uh, Shanur Vagnag Aznavourian, uh, born uh, in 1924. And, um, you, you know, he, as you say, almost a century of of work not to mention that he and his sister were awarded uh the wallenberg tribute for sheltering jews during world war ii right right so this is not just a this is not just an artist of uh of truly magnificent proportion uh, proportions this is a human being of magnificent proportions this was a man who conducted himself in a manner that most artists only wish that they that they could. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting. In nineteen in nineteen fifty eight, the French government lifted the ban on many of his songs because they were so overtly erotic. Yes. Yes. Or what were what the perception of eroticism at that particular time was. It certainly wasn't the perception of eroticism as the Supreme Court defined Allen Ginsberg, uh, 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 Ginsberg's howl or Henry Miller's sexist. It's not about eroticism. It was more about obscenity. They used the word eroticism to eclipse the real term that they were seeking, which is obscenity. Yeah, I mean, there was a song called uh, La... Uh, Après l'amour, which was about uh, a postcoital 
conversation between a man and a woman. And that was one of the songs that uh, it, I think, broke the, the barrier towards the band. I mean, you're not going to be able to conduct yourself in an elongated career and take the kind of uh, road that he did without getting some uh, noise down the line that, that may not be positive. But I don't take any of that truly seriously. Uh, the French are an open, are an open, this is a much more, this is where James Baldwin went. This is where Quincy Jones went. These are where great black American artists went to feel at home when they did not feel at home here. So whatever the alleged criticisms are, I don't buy them as being, uh, I don't buy them as being genuine. Well, I just think somehow it's all related to our theme in the sense that um, talking about sex, even to the French, because if they were banning songs, you know, um, they, they, they had ambivalence towards the subject matter. Um, but I found it very interesting that in 1972, he recorded a song called What Makes a Man a Man, and it, where he takes on the role of a female impersonator. Mm -hmm. And um, he said his favorite interpreter was Mark Almond, who, uh, who, who did that song. My mom and I will live alone A grand apartment is our home In a fair home towers I have to keep me company Two cats, a dog, a parakeet Some plants and flowers I help my mother with the chores I wash, she dries, I do the floors we work together I shop and cook and serve it Though mom does too, I must admit I do it better At night I work in a strange bar Impersonating every star I'm quite deceiving The customers come in with doubt and wonder what I'm all about But leave believing I do a very special show Where I am nude from head to toe After strip teasing Each night the man looks so surprised I change my sex before their eyes Tell me if you can What makes a man Around three o'clock or so I meet With friends to have a bite to eat And conversation We talk and empty out our hearts On every subject from the arts To liberation We love to pull apart someone and spread some gossip just for fun 
Or start a rumor We let our hair down, so to speak And mock ourselves with tongue and cheek And inside humor So many times we have to pay For having fun and being gay It's not amusing There's always those who spoil our games By finding fault and calling names Always accusing They draw attention to themselves At the expense of someone else It's so confusing Yet they make fun of how I talk And imitate the way I walk Tell me if you can What makes a man a My masquerade comes to an end When I go home to bed again Alone and friendless I close my eyes and think of him And fantasize what might have been My dreams are endless We love each other but it seems the Love lives only in my dreams It's so unsigned But in this life I must confess The search for love and happiness Is unrequited I ask myself what have I got And what I am and what I'm not What am I giving? The answers come from those who make The rules that some of us must break Just to keep living I know my life is not a crime I'm just a victim of my time I stand defenseless Nobody has the right to be The judge of what is right for me Tell me if you can What makes a man a Well, there's a poetry to to his work, which very much so, which would have to be uh, connected to working with P.F. because the inspiration that she provided for many many artists was so poetic in nature. It transcended song, it transcended melody, it transcended a variety of things. The little sparrow sang in, in a manner that. Uh, few have heard before or since and there's something she's, she's got a great story that we 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 should at some other time tell but yeah you're absolutely right she had a big influence yeah, yeah. on on him um i want to i want to i don't know if we're closing but i want to i found these lyrics from uh one of his songs talking about going back to our theme of men and women. It's called Truce of Chemise, which in the, uh, which 
was in the live recording of Carnegie Hall. Le petit bois de trousse chemise, quand la mer est grise et qu'on l'est un peu. Dans le petit bois de trousse chemise, on fait des bêtises, souviens-toi, nous deux. On était partis pour trousse chemise, guettés par les vieilles derrière leur volet. On était partis, la fleur à l'oreille, avec deux bouteilles de vrais muscadets. On s'était baigné à trousse chemise, la plage déserte était à nous deux. On s'était baigné à la découverte, la mer était verte, tu l'étais un peu. On a dans les bois de trousse chemise, déjeuner sur l'herbe, mais voilà soudain que là j'ai voulu d'un élan superbe conjuguer le verbe, aimer son prochain. Et j'ai renversé à trousse chemise Malgré tes prières à corps défendant Et j'ai renversé le vin de mon verre Ta robe légère était dix-sept ans Quand on est rentré de trousse chemise La mer était grise, tu ne l'étais plus Quand on est rentré, la vie t'a reprise T'as fait ta valise, t'es jamais revenu on coupe le bois à trousse chemise, il pleut sur la plage des mortes saisons. On coupe le bois, le bois de la cage, où mon cœur trop sage était en prison. He says, we swam in the trousse chemise. The beach deserted was for no one but us. We bathed in the discovery. The sea was green, and you were a little green. We had in the woods of Trousse Chemise lunch on the grass, but then suddenly I wanted, in a great momentum, to conjugate the verb to love the next one. Mm. And I knocked down in Trousse Chemise, despite your prayers, too reluctantly. And I spilled the wine from our glasses your light dress, and your 17. And when we got back from Trousse Chemise, the sea was gray. And you were no longer gray. When we returned, life took you back. You packed your suitcase. You never came back. Hmm. Was that a rape? Sounds likely. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's pretty intense. It's It's... It's more. It's it's mortally wounding. And he um, sang this on the stage of Carnegie Hall in and, French. And this is romantic. Well, despair, and uh, the ability to gain control of your life through sorrow, to gain a better understanding of the world through a better understanding of 
the depressions that can ensue, I think is thematic within the work of all great writers. You do not approach the best of what you do through a population of populating yourself with consistent joy and optimism. Uh, I think particularly this is something that I began to understand through the works of Henry Miller and his time in France contributed to his despairs. So I'm making this connection as the great, some of the great romanticism is also born of the greatest despair. Mm. Well, how we feel? Well, I'll tell you what I feel. I feel like the the lyrics of she, let's go right back to the very top. Any sense that there was anything insulting to women about these lyrics? Uh, please take note, because I don't think we've reached an age where uh, you cannot define as best you can through noble poetic intent. And this is possibly the greatest lyric about the human relationships men and women attempt to form. Mez, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. I love you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take Th care. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye.